The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side of the Sea of Galilee while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When the evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, here I am. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when Peter noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshiped him saying, truly you are the son of God. The gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. It's so interesting that the readings that are appointed for today are so stormy. And that we're hearing them the week that school is beginning for many of our young people. I think the storms are an appropriate metaphor for back to school. There's a lot of excitement going back to school, but there is an undercurrent of storminess as well. Students and teachers have a lot of fears associated with the return. Fears about fitting in, fears of being bullied, fears of being pressured by friends to make a poor choice, fears of having the things you need, fears of knowing where to go, fears of who to eat lunch with. There's naturally a lot of uncertainty and uneasiness attached to the return to school. It's kind of like a storm. The disciples were also facing a storm in the gospel today. They were in a boat trying to cross the Sea of Galilee at night, and things got bad. It was evening, so it was dark. It's hard to see. There was wind. There was waves crashing into the boat. It was a terrifying experience, kind of like being the beginning of school. It also reminds me of another part of the Bible. In fact, the way the whole thing begins. The earth was complete chaos and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Do you hear the similarities? Chaos, darkness, wind, water. Something to notice in the gospel reading is the particular words that are used. Jesus, if you were listening, doesn't walk on water. He walks on the sea. And the difference is bigger than you might think. In the Bible, the sea is associated with chaos. It's a cultural idea that existed well before the ancient times when the Bible was written. You can imagine that without 
the science and the technology to understand and observe the ocean, it can be a scary place. Who knows how deep it goes or what lives inside of it? It was believed that when you traveled by sea or fished on the sea, you were putting your life in the hands of whatever deity was in control of it, whether Poseidon or Neptune or Tiamat or something else. Your safety at sea was relative to its mood. So you see that for Jesus to walk on the sea is more than walking on water. To walk on the sea is to trample on a being that can engulf people in its waves, swallow them in its deep, and support all sorts of living creatures below the surface. Walking on the sea is different than walking on water. The sea is a symbolic device in the Bible that represents all the chaotic parts of life that we ultimately don't have control over and can't understand. And it is into this chaos of the disciples on a stormy sea that Jesus steps in and literally overpowers the chaotic forces of nature. Jesus steps on to the chaos and isn't swallowed by it. Jesus is like those first words of God spoken over the chaos that existed before creation. And the disciples are only able to say, truly you are the son of God. Now, I assume that many of us think of God in this way, as a power greater than the chaotic forces of nature, able to subdue them and rescue us from harm. But does that line up with our experience? Is that the experience of the dozens of people who died in Hawaii this week? Was that your experience during Hurricane Harvey? There was another story that we heard today from 1 Kings. In it, Elijah encounters God on the mountain, but not in the manner that you would assume. It says that there was a great wind, but God was not in the wind. There was an earthquake, but God was not in the earthquake. There was a fire, but God was not in the fire. What's interesting is that those things, fire, earthquake, wind, are associated with God's presence in other places in the Bible, like Exodus 19, where Moses goes on the mountain to receive the law. In that story, God's divine presence is revealed through those mighty forces of nature. But the same is not true for Elijah. God is not in the wind or the earthquake or the fire. God's presence is revealed in something entirely different. Sheer silence. And it kind of makes me wonder why we don't include times of silence in worship more often. If that is where Elijah encountered God. It's kind of strange when you think about it. 
In the Bible, God's presence is something that causes the forces of nature to quake. Yet God's presence is also in the opposite. Silence. It's a paradox. Similar to how Peter had enough faith to walk on the water, but not enough faith to keep from sinking. You will encounter storms in this life. There will always be times when life becomes unpredictable and chaotic. There are times when it feels like the boat will not hold. The waves are too intense. And the end is close at hand. May you know, without the shadow of a doubt, that in the chaos... Jesus is reaching out his mighty hand to catch and sustain you. May you know without the shadow of a doubt that no storm in this life can shake the inner calm that comes from trusting Jesus. And may you know that no matter what is raging around you or in you, There is a place of stillness and silence where God is found. Amen.